1: So we're back again here on the car debate we do have a couple of fun car debates tonight but a few little weird things happen first off it's snowing like crazy in utah (laughs) as we record this yeah and uh, and we actually did a little bit of shooting for this week's upcoming piece which is a winter piece you've been asking about what's it like driving the frs in the winter rear wheel drive etc people looking at us weird we're actually doing a, a video on that and our latest long term on that car is coming out this week we did some shooting on that And then we looked at each other and realized, due to other schedule things, we had to suddenly do a podcast. So we didn't record this right on top of its release like we normally do, so we don't have your Q&As tonight. We apologize for that, but we do have two car debates. We've got Donald in Palm Springs, who's actually shopping for two cars. Which I admit I'm kind of scratching my head about a bit, hmm, and okay. uh, and then we also have Albert who is shopping to get his mom into a different SUV out of her Mercedes and into a different SUV. Two very different animals, very different uh, scenarios, but they both are operating with around fifty grand to spend. So this will be an interesting thing to break down a little bit. The two cars is the one I'm really fascinated by, though.
0: Yeah, this is kind of cool. I that really stuck out to me. And Donald, thanks for writing in. He's got a long list and a man long list of cars that he's owned in the past, including. A 1979 AMC Spirit GT. Donald, I have mm-hmm. to admit, I had to go searching and look it up. And then I remembered what it looked like. <laughs> but I couldn't yep. picture it yep. off the top of my head. And I went, AMC. OK, yeah, I know AMC. But I, I was al- always familiar with the Eagle, that four-door thing. Sure. This is sort of yeah, the two-door. Yeah, yeah. Wow, quite a collection. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah He's we're looking got forward to
1: it. he such a very, varied range of cars and, and is looking for a couple of different things, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we're looking forward to discussing, Donald. But first, we've got a few things to talk about. Uh, The first is all the Sundance people are almost gone. You know that? They're uh, kind of getting out here. And speaking of all that weather that you were talking about, uh, we've noticed some crazy drivers out there. Just a couple of accidents I saw today. And uh, Mm -hmm. just a reminder to buy winter tires and be safe out there, people, because kind of some gnarly stuff going on.
1: Well, as much as we love the winter tires and talk them up, they aren't a silver bullet either. you still got to pay attention. But we've got people yeah. here that aren't used to driving in the snow. Heck, there's locals that aren't used to driving in the snow, which is what makes me laugh. I mean, you brought up the joke today when we were driving, is that you and I went out in the middle of a snowstorm to drive on purpose. <laughs> and a bunch of other people were out there driving because they had no choice, most of whom were terrified. I mean, we are not normal. I'm the first to acknowledge that.
0: They're white-knuckled, and we're out there going, whee, yahoo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's snowing. Exactly. Let's do that again. The first thing yeah, that pops yeah. into our minds when it snows is, huh, wonder, wonder what my car is like in the snow. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. This could be fun. So yeah, that's so Well, you know uh, what we, we should happening. talk about that happened
1: recently, though? Hmm. It's right in your backyard.
0: My backyard? It, it's, it's, it's the pool of Porsche. Oh, yes. Porsche news. Yes, we've got some fantastic Porsche news about the brand new announcement of the 718 which is essentially Mm -hmm. the continuation of the Boxster S and I think shortly to be announced the Cayman and Cayman S but first starting with the 718 I went looking and if you haven't read on Wikipedia about the history of the Porsche 718 go do so Mm -hmm. it's got a hallowed history racing history from Formula 2 Formula 1 I mean this was a hill climb car this car is tiny did everything just a tiny little thing, and it had a lot of provenance. So for Porsche to resurrect the 718 name is along the lines of Jaguar resurrecting the F Type after the E Type. It's it's yeah. that good. It's we're really throwing down with this name. It's not just a random number. This does have history, and it is referencing it is re- this car.
1: You're right. It isn't random. And I wonder if it's a bit of a stretch. I mean, ultimately, let's be honest. I mean, I, I know I'm the cynic here when it comes to Porsche in spite of owning one. But I mean, here's the thing. You look at the specs and the stats on this. We talked about this a little bit already. You look at the specs and the stats on this. And honestly, you could look at this another way and say the new Boxster and Boxster S are the new Porsche, Boxster WRX and STI. I've got I knew a you 2 liter that. <laughs> well, seriously, we've got a 2 liter flat boxer 4 turbo now. And then the two and a half liter flat boxer four turbo, well, those are WRX and, and STI specs folks. so I mean, how, can we put a Subaru? I, somebody should buy one and just put a Subaru badge on the back? I don't think anybody's actually going to have that sense of humor, but I would like to see it. <laughs> Let's which brings not. up the question, which brings up the question of, you know Porsche's got to spend time not ma- making these not sound like Subarus. You know mm-hmm. that's got to be on their mind. Yeah,
0: we talked about the unequal length headers. And all the Porsche exhaust tuning that they're going to do to specifically not make these sound like, hey, is that a super? What mm-hmm. a Porsche? What? Mm-hmm. No, because
1: those flat sixes have a very unique sound. Yeah, they do. And that is a that is a Porsche trademark. So we're walking away from that into turbos where everybody else is going. Obviously, we've talked about the fact that now the 911 Turbo is also the base Turbo and the S Turbo, and the, they're all turbo. <laughs> they're all turbo. So. If you want to get a Porsche Turbo, the answer is yes. Now, it's just, yeah, I'd like to get a Porsche Turbo. And then they go, which badge would you like on the back, and how much horsepower would you like that to spit out? So that's happening now to the Boxster and the Cayman. Just to further confuse things, I I honestly am starting to get a little lost. But you had mentioned to me what these specs look like,
0: and they're they're kind of insane. They're impressive. And what I like the most, I think, about the turbocharging trend in general, but especially with Porsche, is even though we're joking, yeah, all the turbos, they're all turbos, but it represents yeah. such a clean slate because you think, all right, well, they're, they've, they've squeezed so much naturally aspirated power out of their flat sixes. They, they sure. are, I mean, you can do more, but when you see a tuned Porsche, guess what it has? It has big turbos on it. And so now... All their platforms, have gone to smaller displacement, mm-hmm. and it represents sort of this clean blank slate from which they can continue to go up. Both these, both these cars yeah. have 50 more horsepower than those Subaru counterparts that you're talking about. 50. You're that right, they S do. S has They're right. 350. My 07 Cayman S was, right, it was mm-hmm. 295. We called it 300, but 295. Yep. Which was a lot of power yep. in that car. It was not slow. And now the mm-hmm. S is 350. Holy moly! This I, I just well, and plus I love they've got this got that, fresh frontier that they've got. You know, you're right. What, what
1: what they can do to them, and then of course what others will do to them. I mean, you know, there's a right. lot of tuners that can get right. things out of turbo cars that they can't get out of naturally aspirated cars. So now it opens up that world even further. But you bring up a great point. I mean, the the power delivery on these new guys is going to be wildly different, and probably in many cases wildly better in feel, just sheer grunt, than that Cayman you had, which never felt slow. Right. So, but right. it's going to be a very different animal, and I'm curious <laughs> to see. Honestly, we, we we don't know yet. But of course, we we talk about the fact that the uh, the 911s are just overpriced right now. The old uh, air cooled 911s are just overpriced. Increasingly, I'm curious so. to see. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens to the last gen of the well, maybe all the generations, but the last gen of the flat six naturally aspirated Caymans and Boxsters. Are they going to hang on to their value, or because they've always been the ones that are at, the, at the bottom of the list and they've dropped the fast. Are they going to drop even more now? I I wonder if those cars, I bet you the GT4 is now the best investment on the planet.
0: Probably. Now you're saying I should have hung on to my Cayman, huh? Just in case.
1: Well, but I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, and there's no way to know. But I wonder, yeah. I do wonder genuinely if that, if that car, if those naturally aspirated Caymans and Boxers are going to be end up actually appreciating when these turbos show up, but I, I do, I think the GT4 is is better than any any investment on the planet right now. I think it's going to hang on to its value and only increase as they go to these turbos.
0: Yeah, I'm devouring these photos of this of this new 718 on here, and I like it. It's very evolutionary, very. Mm-hmm. I won't say cautious, but it's very evolutionary for what you can see, the signature That's Porsche's design. P- it Porsche
1: is. does not redesign their cars. They put the old one up on the wall, and they go, what lines should we change? And don't get yeah. me wrong, they do it well, but this is not a company that flat out redesigns their cars. They
0: just don't do that. They don't. And, you know, I like this, of course. I just think those originals, the one that I had was just so beautiful, something so raw and so... Purposeful I agree with and you. sensual and all that yep. stuff that car designers look for. I just, I really loved it. I see those shapes here, but now you know you've got to push it towards the future. You've mm-hmm. got to incorporate those, those four uh, signature lights, and the, that now they're yeah, doing the, that. the headlights they're doing lights. on everything. As Their as well. tail lights. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So you can see the evolution, which all is that great. Stuff. I, I'm fine with mm-hmm. it. I, you know, they're it's not terrible looking. It's it's very beautiful, but I just I see that evolution and I, I'm so excited. I just love this, you know. How do you make that jump? Okay, well, let's turbocharge everything. Mm-hmm. Let's. Reduce the displacement, and now we've sort of reset the meter. We've reset the scale. You're right. And now You're right. we can, they can start, start marching forward, playing all new. You're
1: with, absolutely right. You know, I'm very curious to see. I'm very curious to see how these change people's perceptions of Porsche. Maybe it doesn't, but people's perceptions of Porsche, Porsche lovers' perceptions of those cars. Hmm. I just, I think this is an interesting shift. Interesting because the results of it are still unknown. Obviously, we want to drive those cars, but. Uh, I mean, it 's not too surprising they 've gone this way they 've been rumoring it for a while but uh interesting yeah. they 've gone there and i 'm i 'm quite intrigued i don 't know that it holds up the seven eighteen moniker, but that 's what they 're going with. So, and I and I heard somebody make the comment about the fact that you now can kind of mention a hierarchy working up toward the 918. There's, a, you're almost creating a number designation that shows you what model you have, maybe. Maybe, I, sure. I'm very curious, very curious. We should do a car debate. Can we do that?
0: We should. Look at that. The 2.5 liter car claimed to hit 60 Easy. in four seconds. Easy. That is it, not yeah. slow. Hey,
1: if you want a Boxster STI, they will now sell you one. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> I it's, want somebody to go into. I, I may just do it for the for the it's heck of painfully it. Painfully yeah. funny for
0: me. Yeah. Do you have um, <laughs> Do you have that
1: new Boxster STI just to see what the sales guy will do? Just Just go in and play dumb and see what he says. I would love to see him try to cover that. We're gonna up. need like those anyway.
0: glasses, the eyeglasses that have the camera right in the middle, so we can film his reaction. Just that the raw yes. <laughs> the, the our, our,
1: our attempt at a Be. viral video. There you go. Uh, Definitely.
0: Excuse me, sir. Definitely. Um. <laughs>
1: All right. How much offense would they take? (laughs) Anyway, so Donald in Palm Springs wrote to us. Donald, thank you, man, for writing to us. And you're writing, interestingly enough, looking for two cars. And I I admit I'm a little confused, but I think I'm following along. Uh, You've got two kids, two sons, age five and two, and uh, you had a long list of fun cars. And your wife has said, okay, go out and get fun stuff, because right now you don't have a lot of fun stuff. However, I've Come to say that though, you're doing a lot of stuff right now. You've got a Genesis Coupe, a two eight, a three eight sedan. Not the coupe, sorry, the sedan. The Genesis three eight sedan, the Fiat five hundred L, a fifty five Thunderbird. Clearly, you want to hang on to that one.
0: Oh, my and a Nissan
1: Quest. So you're looking for the more fun stuff. You're going to unload a couple things, looks like, and you're going to get some fun stuff. And you've got, you say, for one car that seems to be kind of a focused back roads, mountain roads car, you've got ten to fifteen grand, and for the second car, it is your new kind of GT commute car at fifty five to sixty grand. Interesting. And then I look at the total money. Here's what I do. You know, you joke about it all the time, Paul. (laughs) Let us spend your money. But what? But what? What's happened to me though is I've looked at this list. I've kind of looked at this list and gone, all right. Wait a minute. You kind of want the the focused fun car to be 10 grand or less, and you want the other car to be 55 to 60. And there's a part of me that just goes, if you're really going to get these two cars and they need to be different, let's make them very different and let's move that money around differently. That's just my take. But I'm curious where you are.
0: Are you saying pool the money here? Because his budget for the first car is up to 14 grand. Budget for the second car, we can stretch to sixty grand. That's that's <laughs> something pretty hot. Can we pull it all together and buy something? Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that. That's... I'm
1: just saying uh, I don't. Well, we'll we'll get there. I mean, but <laughs> but the thing I see though in Donald's first car that he wants to kind of get now, he wants to get a fun car now, is clearly this is something little. Okay, I mean, he's he's talked about owning Z cars in his past. He's had a lot of of interesting things, but I mean, he's talking about a Toyota MR2 Turbo. He's talking about a 944 turbo, maybe a 968, that uh, '90s FD generation RX-7. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's looking at small chuckable cars. He has the uh, the, the car that I own, the Z32 300 uh, ZX in here. He's th- Looking at a twin turbo model because he's just intrigued with Man. that car. But yeah. but it but honestly, as much as I like that car, it's the oddball on this list, Donald. It is the biggest and least sharp of the ones on this list. I like that car. I owned one. I'm a fan. I still think your list says to me small and chuckable. However, you have done one caveat: no Miatas.
0: Yeah, he's saying ten grand here, Donald. You are a true car guy. I mean, of course, the joke is you've got to own an Alfa Romeo once in your life to be considered a car guy. But I just don't think that's true because he's had a Jensen Healey, this AMC (laughs) Spirit. Look at the variety and all this stuff that he's had. I love that so truly. And and the Thunderbird, fifty-five Thunderbird. Hello, Mm -hmm. that is just. Mm Yeah, That is something to hang on to, and that's definitely an investment. Uh, what a car. So I like that you're open to different things, Donald. And you've got a great list here, as Todd was reading this off. I'm really leaning towards this 944, but have you considered the 944 that is not the turbo? And mm-hmm. maybe it will be less... Uh, I don't know, less maintenance. You know, I, I'm not sure how reliable It'll be the turbos flat are. Flat
1: out cheaper for sure. Cheaper yeah. to
0: run, probably, and maybe cheaper to find because he's saying keep it under 10. He could go up to 14, but if we're talking 10, let's just, why not? Let's just keep it at 10. I realize mm-hmm. that is contrary to everything else that I talk about spending money, but I'm just saying, <laughs> all right, let's yeah. keep it at 10. That's fine. And I'm leaning towards that Porsche 944 because I don't see other Porsches on his list. He hasn't had a lot of the european especially towards porsche uh, driving experience and for 10 grand i think he'd yeah. just love it i think he would i think he Find would i mean nice he says
1: <sighs> and, and you're pushing him toward porsche and i'm going to, going to spend the next 5 minutes talking about how surprised i am
0: well i just wait i'm, I'm not, not
1: surprised no no that's it i'm not surprised i'm never uh, one no, but,
0: necessarily if you have the scratch to do an investment kind of car wonderful mm-hmm. good on you and he does have the 55 thunderbird here yeah. I'm not saying that 944s are supposed to go up, but I keep hearing rumblings about 944s are the next Porsche to hit. And I'm not saying well, they're the buy next a car. one left. Well, they're the next one left. Kind of. I mean, there's still a few the Caymans you mentioned, the 996s, all those stuff. But I'm thinking, all right, maybe a 944. Don't, don't buy it and not drive it thinking, oh, it's going to go up because I'm speculating. I'm completely speculating. Yeah, of course. But if you had the 944 and then you were able to sell it, for the same price or maybe a couple grand more, wonderful. Then it's been a mm-hmm. really enjoyable experience. I'm not saying, you know, hang on to it yeah, and it's suddenly I, a twenty thirty dollars 30000 car, but for 10 grand, you sell it for the same money. That could be really cool. I. I I think it's worth getting it's in, them, to Donald. Consider. If you can
1: find that 968 or a 944 Turbo or non and get in them, I think you should drive them. You said you've driven that RX7. The truth is that 944 uh, is kind of the inspiration for that RX7. So they have a lot of similarities sure. in the feel. Oh, yeah, I, can I see think that. you're going to you, you may actually like the 944 a little better. I think both the turbos, pardon me, both the Porsche's and the RX7 are going to be just they're just going to cost more to run. Then I mean, you said you're intrigued by that MR2. I think that MR2 is gonna be cheap to run. But what I'm so struck by in all of these is the small, light, chuckable mountain roads car. Just mm-hmm. a play around. You live in in Palm Springs. You can take that Pines to Palms Highway, fantastic road. And you want yeah. something little and chuckable yeah. for there. But you've taken Miatas off the list. So I think that's interesting. I and mean, then you've got this sixty grand for a GT car. I want to know where you are on that as well, Paul, because what I'm realizing is my recommendations on both cars for Donald are kind of intertwined. So I, hmm. I want to get there, but I'm not quite there yet.
0: OK. Donald mentioned this AMG GT, which, yes, if we could do that. but. I hate to tell you, they're double the sixty grand price point that you're yeah, I mean, looking at. Yeah, and that's his—that's his dream double.
1: benchmark car, but it's not possible with what you're doing. I mean, with. that's
0: true. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I—I'm looking forward to doing a proper review of that. But, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's out there. So maybe wait a little bit on that. And funny enough, for this list, I'm not suggesting a Porsche. He's got some candidates for Huron. Dun you know, dun he's got dun! The nine nine seven Carrera. C7 Corvette. He's mentioned the Shelby GT350, which is interesting. I kind of like mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. the Jag F Type. And I am all about that F Type for that. Yeah, sixty grand. You might have to go used, slightly used. That's fine. You, you'll but have to go fast used. Fast GT car.
1: Yeah, I am, I I'm about the drag
0: right now. And he's mentioned what else? He's got this, uh, of course, M3, M4s. He, Donald, if you're getting this. I'm going to scroll back up on your email here. And your wife has given you the green light to replace it with whatever you want for for mm-hmm. your fun mm-hmm. GT car. And I think you're waffling a little bit. And you're asking Todd and I, would, would we follow our heart or our mind on this one? And yeah. I say, follow your heart. Because you've got some other practical cars here, the Quest, the Hyundai Genesis, this mm-hmm. big sedan. You've got the yeah. family stuff. I would say, don't worry about having to compromise. Because you've mentioned the C450 AMG Sport. We've driven that uh, that car on track recently. Uh, the 400. Well, you've got the ATS
1: V and the the 3 I mean, you're you're talking about you're talking about in, on one half of this list with the C7s and the 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 F Type etc. You're talking about two seat cars, two seat GT cars that are still fun on a back road. That's part of the list. And then you start drifting in your list, and you start talking about essentially, should I get a sedan, and I, I'm actually with you on this, Paul. I think if you're going to go this route, Donald, just go there. Just yeah. You've got the yeah. car because you even acknowledge here you do have the car that you can do all the family stuff with. So okay, if you're looking for a GT car, get a two-person GT car that you can just thoroughly enjoy, and don't worry about is it practical to take the family. If that if a, that happens and that's a car you end up in, bonus. But I think ATSV and all that. I, I don't don't do a sedan. Let's say let at least stay coupe here. At Certainly least don't get coupe. a
0: four door. I like that and, Jag and F-Type. I've got a few others I do too.
1: Um, I do, too. I like that F-Type if you can pull it off. I mean, the thing is... You're probably going to be in a convertible at that point for, for this money, because I think in order to get the used ones, you got to get first year, and that first year was all convertibles. Possibly. I don't know that you're going to get a, a coupe. Maybe you want the convertible. That F-type is just flat-out fun. You could take your wife yeah. out for a very high-class evening in that car and love it. You could also wind up on a back road and enjoy it, and you talk about cruising back and forth to commute on the 10 freeway. It would be great at that. Now, I'm always going to tell you coupe over convertible. But you're not going to be sad in the convertible version of the F Type. I do see that. It's not my number one choice, but I do see that for sure.
0: <laughs> Certainly not. And I've got a few others, Donald, for you, which are the Audi RS5. Go drive that as a benchmark. And, mm. you know, check out the power. That's a fast GT yeah. Yeah. kind of car. Um, it's not going to be as sharp as some tour. of these other things. And uh, I will say, you might want to let your fingers wander over to West Covina Lotus homepage to check out the Lotus Evora S. <laughs> they still have a That's few good. over there. That's good. And I the actually, Abora,
1: you know what? As much as I, as much as I drink from the cup of Lotus, I had not even thought of that here. Oh, really? The Evora just... is worth driving. That is a great one. Here's well, I'll get in a minute. The only reason I don't like the Lotus for you here is if you really are looking for a GT car the Lotus actually kind of starts to blur the line between your two recommendations here. And that is your car that is the the back road scalpel and your GD car. It's kind of both. That's what I was thinking, pooling money,
0: pooling funds. I thought, "Eh." And at
1: that point, you're right. Just get the Evora (laughs) and call it a day. I do hear that. I I hadn't gone there, but okay, I see you. All
0: right. I found this one that I've still been looking at for the longest time. It's been on this site for a long time. It's seventy-two grand, and it's the Stormtrooper white with the black roof and the black wheels. I have sure, to admit, sure. I am a huge fan of this car, and they're asking seventy-two mm-hmm. grand. It's been sitting on their lot. I wow. don't know, Donald. You might. I don't know if you can get into a Vor S. Just again, for comparison's sake, could be something to consider. And then I'm gonna wrap things up by being selfish and telling you to go buy a BMW M2. If you've got sixty grand to spend and you want a GT car and it's unique. And it's a coupe, but you might still want to throw a body or two in the back seat. M2. I am just. I'm being I, selfish by saying that. I, I know, but yeah, because I know you that, like car, that car, car exists, I'm gonna say don't get a Porsche. Go get yourself an M2. And what's
1: what's fascinating is that yeah. you and I wound up in a similar place. We got there differently. I actually didn't go M2, but I wanted to talk about his total amount of money here, which is roughly 60, 65 grand. My feeling is. For your back road, mountain roads near Palm Springs, car, I think the answer is S two thousand. It's not on here, and I think it should be, because for first gen grand, for ten grand, you mean? Well, I'm talking. Let's go fifteen. Let's just it, okay. if, if this is his total pool of money. If his total pool of money is 70, 75 grand, which is what we're talking about here, take fifteen. Take eighteen. Go get yourself a really nice S two thousand. That car is going to run. It's gonna. It's going to be reliable. It's a scalpel on a back road. It's a convertible if you want it to be, but that doesn't wreck anything about the dynamics. Great gearbox. I could go on and on about the S2000. If you're looking for a back road screamer, I'm shocked it's not on this list. It's I great. think it has yeah. to be. It's fantastic. So S2000 is a recommendation for car number one. For car number two, I thought, all right, let's go away from the scalpel into something that is usable and a great cruiser car that's got some attitude, but it's a great cruiser GT car that actually is decent if life invades and you wanna throw somebody in the back seat, and or if you wind up on a back road. I think the answer there is E92 M3. Hmm. You can get a gorgeous one of those for hmm. 40 or 45 with that high-strung V8, but you're gonna love that. You take that on the freeway, you're gonna be thrilled, but you wind up on one of your you know pines to palms, back road, Palm Spring roads, still happy, you can still take your wife out, and if she says pick up the kids, you're not stuck. I think it's E92 M3 for car number two, uh, S2000 for car number one, and I think we're done right there.
0: Yeah, you could get that E92 for far less than sixty grand. I mean, sixty grand's is going to get you a pristine, barely driven car. But that's what I'm saying. You could, 30, for yeah. you could get it for forty-five or fifty. Yeah, you
1: get it for forty-five or fifty, and then you've got more wiggle room to you get yourself a nice S2000. Those are two very different tools in your garage, and I think you would love them both.
0: Although I'm wondering out loud, his second car time frame is like 17, 18 months from now. And so I'm wondering if he's waiting for mm. some prices to drop and maybe some stock to drop just to be able to throw down Possibly. For that. I'm just and I'm that might guessing. change the equation. You're right. I'm You're right. So maybe the funds aren't available now, but he's saying, all right, 18 months from now, market's doing better, prices have come yeah. down, I can throw down for something. But, Donald, in the meantime, this 17, 18 month time period guess what you need to be doing in that time frame is going to drive uh-huh. all this other stuff and go see mm, what you mm. like and really take your time to shop. I mean, that's what Craig yeah. did. Craig uh, up in um, the, the gentleman Where he drove uh, its Avora S up in the San Jose Evora.
1: area. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. He drove um, everything and wound up in the Avora. You're right. He's, You're he's right. a
0: friend. He's a friend of the show. He listens to the podcast. Thanks again, Craig. We, we loved driving your car. And he said he didn't want all that, you know, just hate to say it but just everybody has a portion, and all this and that and he was looking for that scalpel and he drove mm-hmm. the Evora and went done that is my and car. And there we are
1: yeah and and you're right with the amount of time frame he's got Donald's got for car number two there's a lot of stuff he could drive but I'm going to stay with the E92 and I'm also going to segue right into the fact we drove it recently on our film pilgrimage we drove it on the ring so while yes, it is a usable did. GT car you can hone that car too and if you haven't seen us Hoon It on the Nürburgring, you can by watching Pilgrimage through either Vimeo or Amazon. It's available both places. And when you watch it, please rate it, please review it. We are sharing those reviews every week. A lot of great commentaries coming from that. What I'm finding with this film, almost more than any other film we've made, is the people that have gone, I want to watch that, have thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm thrilled by. And we and we keep hearing people that are inspired to want to take a huge like dream road trip because of watching pilgrimage which is exactly what we're talking about in that film so yeah I I highly recommend that and we should do our other car debate which is our friend Albert in Santa Cruz
0: yeah that was a nice segue I like that and uh, just in case people stack of blu-rays right here in my house I'll ship them to you stack of blu-rays anyway yeah moving on but uh, Albert thanks for writing in Albert is a freshman at UC Santa Cruz in California and he's not Mm -hmm. writing for himself He's writing in for his mom, and she lives up in the Bay Area. She has an 07 Mercedes ML350. Okay. Yeah. And he's been, looks like he's been after to get something different and get something new. <laughs> so she's open to some things, and it looks like she's already started this shopping process after driving a few things, but she, she's looking for that sort of small ish crossover SUV. It's the thing. midsize
1: five-seat SUV thing that mm-hmm. they can't make them fast enough no they matter what can't. brand you're talking about. I mean, Albert's tried to talk her out of that SUV, and it's it's not happening. She wants <laughs> that high crossover seating position. We've talked about that on the podcast before. You know, there are a lot of people, and and statistically it's more women than men, but there are a lot of people that far prefer that, and if you prefer that, there's almost no talking you down, and I do mean literally down to something car uh, car height. You you were driving my FRS today and talking about I forgot this car was so low because you've been in your Jeep in yeah. in your Jeep driving around in the snow <laughs> and we're now in my car. I have seriously been. It's true though, and we're listening and we're listening to, to the snow build up and and hit the oil pan. I mean, you know that's just the reality of driving the FRS in the snow. This is the opposite end from what Albert's mom wants, and I get that. So she's driven the BMW X4, the Audi Q5, the Acura RDX. And she said they're fine, which mm-hmm. we are not about that. We want you to be in something right, that you feel is right. better than just fine. And Albert, I love that you wrote in on behalf of your mom. So uh, OK, that's the starting point. Where'd you go on, the, on this, Paul?
0: Uh, well, I am uh, rubbing my hands together in anticipation because, Albert, I have three choices for you. And then I'm going to tell you to throw those out. And then I think I have your mom's <laughs> next car. I think I do. Do you really? I think okay. I do. I'm right. I'm on a limb. It can be swatted away and shot down very easily because okay. both you and I have not driven it. And it's brand new. It's a model this car manufacturer has never built before, as a matter of fact. Wow, so, OK. I'm just
1: teasing you right now. That's a lot of lead up. I mean, one of the things that's interesting and that's a twist in this email from Albert is he said that that she's talking about cars in this range and so Albert said hey mom what about the Porsche Macan mm-hmm. and mom's yeah. eyes lit up she went wait a minute a Porsche i could do that i'd like to drive a Porsche so that's gotten her really intrigued now here's the problem we're talking about under 50 grand right now that's going to be awfully hard to do for a Macan now a year from now two years from now as they've been on the used market a little bit a little while easy done sure um, we don't know what time right frame now, Exactly. Yeah, right now, that actually might be hard. Uh, I think that is a great choice, but I'm going to say if you're buying right now, I have to bring it up. If you're talking about Macan, I have to say hello Cayenne, because for 50 grand, yeah. you yeah. can get one of those used. You that- could spend 45 and get, frankly, you could get the current body style at 45 they started oh. making that in 2011 2012 and the current body style you can absolutely get that for 45 50 grand and uh, and you know i seriously if you're going to look at the macan but you can't afford one yet a used cayenne they've been out longer i'm sorry i have to say it not because i own one because it feels like it's obvious
0: no it is obvious i'm glad you said that cuz i was macan was on my list but then the big caveat is the the cost of that thing so yeah you're going to have to yeah. wait a while for yeah. that to come down but I don't know. Can you get the S, the current generation S, for forty-five or fifty? Or would you just get the if V6? You, it, you may be
1: in the V6, but if you shop nationwide, you may find one or two. They're they're in that they're in okay. right at that tipping point where you can start seeing them now because they've been out two or three years. You can start seeing them, and that means in the next year to eighteen months, you're going to start seeing a lot more of them. So I think with fifty grand, with legitimately fifty grand to spend, you could probably find the current body style as an S. Now, that may be, I forget where the shift is from the V8s in that S to the Turbo six. I honestly don't know where I it is. I believe it was 2015,
0: but, from 2014 to yeah, 2015. Yeah, so, so those, early,
1: those early versions of the current body style are still going to have the V8. That's not a bad thing. It was a good car. wasn't in the first gen, but it is now. So uh, anyway, something to look at. Um, that's not that that's not my only thought here, but I'm curious where you are. You've got some sort of weird sniper shot. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention my other recommendation. <laughs> okay. And all I'm right. gonna leave you the floor.
0: Okay, okay, all right, go. Yeah, keep keep going. Fifty I'm, I'm, grand. All right.
1: Fifty grand. Drive the cayenne. Look, you you said the the q q five, the rdx, the x four, they're all good. And they are all good. They're just not exciting. So okay, go go drive that cayenne. See mm-hmm. if you can find them a con for that money. I don't think so. But a car I think would get overlooked here but you should look at. Actually, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it. Two. One, Range Rover Evoque. Oh, Go look for one of those.
0: I didn't think of that car. Because
1: I that's an interesting car. Go have your mom drive a Range Rover Evoque. Two door or four door, 50 grand, you could find a used one that's possible. I think that's an option. And then she's driving an old Mercedes. Why not look at the current loaded out Jeep Grand Cherokee? Don't. Oh, that was mine. Isn't Low oh, have I them. have I stolen your world? No, because you,
0: you haven't stolen because the, big, it's a, the, the big one, not the chestnut. Because,
1: because as you you're the one that was even talking about the fact. I mean, isn't that a carried over Mercedes platform anyway? Well,
0: I, I'm glad you mentioned that because yes, I think from the Daimler Chrysler partnership that the ML platform was the carryover to the Jeep Grand Cherokee. I could be wrong. If you know for certain, please write to me and let me know. I. I believe it's the same wheelbase and track, and they because it's the independent rear suspension on the Jeep Grand mm-hmm. Cherokee, which is what I like so much. It's not the yeah. solid rear axle on bigger SUVs. And I love my Jeep. I mean, despite the yeah, stuff that I've great. been going through about the nav screen and all that the stuff, screen stuff yeah. I'm, I don't know, I'm just strangely willing to forgive it. They're going to replace it under warranty here soon. And I and love that truck. I really honestly,
1: do. Honestly, I would put your car up against a, a mid 2000s Mercedes any day of the year as a step up it genuinely is forget what the badge is for a second right that's a great suv so honestly albert your mom should go look at that car even if she initially thinks jeep she might think wrangler that's what i think when i think jeep this isn't a wrangler this Mm -hmm. is a great car for 50 grand you could get a new one it has every bell and whistle you might want yeah and they are you know as far as mechanically they're bulletproof paul's is a great great jeep so i have to say that but i'm I'm kind of baffled. Where are you? Where have you okay. gone?
0: <laughs> well, I had the Jeep Grand Cherokee because I thought, I saw that ML and I thought, huh, well, mm-hmm. if she likes that seating position, that size, Jeep Grand Cherokee, yep. brand new one. You'll yep. love it. Agreed. Agreed. So I had that. I thought, all right, Volvo XC60 because it's that midsize. Sure. But that sure. wasn't lighting my candle. That was just... That wasn't doing it because then i lumped lump that in with the X4, the Q5, the RDX. I thought –
1: That's the problem. There's other stuff in there that's going to be fine. It's
0: just – it's going to be in that category, and she's going to be like, yeah, yeah, it's just another – it's the Swedish version mm-hmm. of all that. And I thought, can and then I thought – I'm just racking my brain going, all right, 50 grand. What's out there? And I had this hunch, and I went searching, uh-huh. and I found okay. the website, and oh, it says – it says the base, MRP, base MSRP for this car starts at forty one. So base, and then oh, of 40. course, and that you know you can build up from there. So maybe get up yes. to fifty grand easily.
1: You're, okay, seriously, I, I, I had to the string the one. You're, driving, I'm me so, you're, I'm you're so. driving me nuts. You're driving me nuts.
0: All right, here it is. What about the Jaguar F-Pace? I think that's your mom's new car. Neither one of us have driven it. Holy crap. It's the same size. It is yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. I sat I in see it at the LA Auto Show. I see it. It yeah. says base MSRP from 40. And you know, yeah, there'll be the top end model will be 55, course, 60, or more. But, but you're right.
1: That's a must That's a must drive. That's a must drive. I'm looking at the I, interior. I agree with you. That's it's great. It's fresh. You're right. It's that's new. Excellent. It's
0: different. It's gorgeous. I can't believe this SUV. I cannot get over this thing. Yeah, and it's midsize. Okay. All right. I'm just going. I'm pretty wowed by it, and especially after sitting in this thing, I think yeah. they're gonna sell boatloads of these things. And the website says reserve your F pace now. So I have no idea the yeah. time frame. We don't sure. know. Sure, sure. This. Okay. Uh, uh,
1: um, and you're right. Uh, you're recommending something we haven't driven, but but I but I think but I think we built her a great short list. The short list is a yeah. uh, used Cayenne, a Range Rover Evoque a Jeep Grand Cherokee and the F-Pace. The F-Pace I think one of those one of those gets it done. I think I I you're right, I hadn't gone there and I'm surprised that the base starts that low. You're right, Me too. That is a must have a is must be, drive on this list.
0: You know, $80,000 CV and I thought no, they're probably way out of there. And yeah, then the web, yeah, yeah. the website. I'm looking at the website. I mean, that obviously is going to go up from there. But then I'm thinking, wow, starting at 41 and 50 for the one mm-hmm. you want, the mid-range 50 out the door, yeah, betcha? sure, of course. Okay. And I feel like yeah. it's, strangely, I feel like Jaguar has answered this question for what a lot of shoppers, like Albert's mom, have been looking for. I mean, yes, mm. there's all the usual mm. suspects we're naming, but everybody's pretty used to that. And Jaguar drops this bomb on the automotive world and goes, ah, "Interesting. here's yeah. our version, and I think they're going to sell loads of these things. I'm just I see
1: it. I see I'm it.
0: fascinated by this, and we've got to drive it, even though you and I are we definitely, We need to drive one. We need you know, to drive We, one we don't sure. gravitate towards SUVs all the time, I and mean, we're driving your Cayenne and that kind of but thing. But the thing is, we have to start oh driving gosh. a few of
1: these five seaters just because this is the white hot, most popular yeah. segment. Everybody is making one and literally cannot make them fast enough. I don't care who the brand is, their five seat midsize SUV is the hottest thing on their list. In the case of Porsche right now, it's the Macan. The mm-hmm. Cayenne's not far behind. Of course, the Cayenne saved the company. But, I mean, it's just everybody that makes one of these makes them as fast as they can. So, all right, Albert, I hope something in there is helpful. There's some cool stuff to go drive with your mom. Let us know how that turns out. I like that you went there. I had not gone there at all. But I like <laughs> that you went there.
0: I just Guys, I, I thought of it, and I thought, oh, is it? Could it be? Because I was thinking they were way out of the price range, and I was pleasantly I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised, yeah, but it's I a great surprise. It, honestly. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, guys, we'd love for you to rate this podcast. Thank you for listening. Please pass it on to a friend or, heck, somebody you don't like but you know likes cars. Pass it on to them, too. It is consistently (laughs) staying in the top 10 of automotive podcasts on iTunes. That is awesome. If you listen on Stitcher or other places where you may get the podcast, dig around for places to rate it. I know you can rate on Stitcher. Some of you have asked about other Android places to rate. I'm actually not sure. It depends on the app you use, how you rate. But I do know that Stitcher works uh, for not only finding this podcast but also for rating the podcast on Android. And please do keep sharing it. Every Tuesday, we are here.
0: Yep. Thank you, guys. Mega thanks for listening, for keeping it in the top 10, as Todd said. Just a reminder, Pilgrimage and all of our films uh, on the Blu-ray got the stacks waiting here to send to you. And one last thought to leave you with is the fan questions that we talked about at the top of the podcast Please yeah. post that up on our Facebook page, and we're going to keep reminding whenever we're doing our normal podcasting on our normal schedule, we'll, we'll keep reminding everybody to you know post those kinds of questions up. We'll get to those on the podcast, but until then,
1: Definitely. Those are thank good.
0: you again. We really appreciate it, and talk to you next week.